Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Lead Pops, the only full service mortgage marketing platform designed specifically to maximize lead generation and ROI. Lead Pops started by developing lead conversion technology for the big players like Zillow and Bankrate. Now they've made the world-class technology available to you. See why thousands of brokers and originators have chosen LeadPops as their solution to generate exclusive leads and take control of their digital marketing. Head over to the market in the AIM member portal to find LeadPops profile and get connected today. Welcome back everyone to another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I am the broker owner of Priority Mortgage Lending, along with president of AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts, the association near and dear to our hearts. So Today, I'm really excited. If, you, if you've never met this guy, I actually put out a Facebook post this morning. I'm like, if you don't know this guy, you got to get to know him. He's one, of the, he's one of the coolest cats out there. So easy to talk to, so helpful. One of the first people I met when, when AIM was you know, starting. Uh, so today, I'm going to be interviewing the VP of Business Development and, and a mortgage broker at Edge Home Finance, Andy Trano. Andy, thanks for joining us today. Hey, uh, thanks so much for having me, Mark. It's uh, it, honestly, it's an honor to be on here. There's so many great names that have come before me. Um, I try to listen to all the episodes. I've learned a ton. So it um, really means a lot that you guys asked me on here and I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I absolutely love these because I get to get a little selfish with them. I'm not going to lie uh, because I start to gear it towards, okay, what do I need? What can I get from this? But along with, I know it's just helping the entire community and especially, you know, with, with kind of what's going on right now. I think sharing is caring right now. You know what I mean? So we're going to try to dive into your background, kind of what's going on with you and take it from there. So let's start out with this. Tell me about your background. How did you get started in this crazy business that we're in? You know, take me from the, take me from the beginning. Yeah, sure. Um, so, oh boy, if you go way, way back to the beginning, um, I, I can uh, think if I want to think or uh, maybe get angry at my dad for getting me into this business. Um, you know, but you know, in reality, it's it's thankful. I, I love this job, love this business. Uh, my history, my, my dad actually started the first mortgage broker shop in the state of Minnesota uh, back in 1987. Um, so when I was growing up, that was, you know, table conversation was revolving around, you know, mortgages and title companies and things that just I thought were normal. You know, I'd have the, the summer job up there uh, pushing paper around and making spreadsheets and stuff in envelopes. And, and that was just what I was, you know, brought up around. Um, you know, fast forward, I went to college. I, I thought I wanted to be in finance. Um, I got a degree in finance and real estate uh, from Colorado State University. And uh, out of uh, college, I started working at a bank. Um, thought that would be great. You know, you work, you work at one of the big banks and they have you doing a little bit of everything. Um, so I thought that would be my path to be a financial advisor. Um, and as I was in there, they wanted you selling everything. It just really didn't fit. And I looked at some of the guys who were the mortgage lenders and realized they didn't know what they were doing. Um, or at least some of the things that was normal to me that I grew up around, um, other people were struggling with the concepts. So I really started hammering away at the mortgage side of it, uh, became a sales leader there. And what really brought me away from the bank and into the broker world, even though I should have known better initially, uh, <laughs> I'd call my dad and my brother was in the business then. I'd call him and say, hey, you know, here's the rates we have. And, and, you know, Hey, I just closed this deal. And, you know, they'd tell me, gosh, if I sold that rate, I'd be making eight points. I couldn't look at the guy in the eye. How much did you make on that? And I'd say, 
Oh, I got eight hundred dollars. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, wow. you know, looking at, at how much I was getting paid, and you know, they gave me a base salary. I, I don't mean to totally, uh, you know, rag on the banks. I I learned a ton about banking and finance and and a lot of different businesses from them. But as soon as I realized that mortgages is what I wanted to do, um, the bank isn't the place to do that. I knew I had to get out of there. Um, so that was 2009. Um, I hooked up with my dad and uh, we started working together. And it was really a perfect time because he was winding his career down. I was ramping up. Um, so it was a few year progression there where, uh, like I said, he was winding down. I ramped up and um, lucky guy is one of those few people who actually retired from the mortgage industry. Oh, good for him. That's uh, You don't hear many people say that. No, no, they're usually, uh, you, you know, write mortgages from from the deathbed. <laughs> that's that's true. So how did you how did you end up over at Edge? When did that happen? Yeah. So in uh, 09, as we all know, it was crazy um, by no choice of my own. I, I went through about three different companies as places were folding and getting bought. Um, you know, hey, we're a broker. And then you find out they're a correspondent after they sign you up. So. There, there was a little transition there, um, and I got to one company before Edge that was set up pretty similar. Um, another good company here local to Minnesota that, that had a flat fee for their commission, and um, they weren't stepping on rates like the correspondence I worked at. Um, and just, just a good fit for me, let me do my job. I was there for uh, three, four years, and then I met uh, Chris and Tom, the, the owners over here at Edge Home Finance and Chantel. Um, and really just clicked with them right away. Um, it was a very similar setup to the place I was at, um, a flat fee. And I laugh about it now because Edge was small at that point. Um, you know, there's only 10, 15 employees. And really what I was looking for was a place to be left alone to, to do what I knew how to do already. Um, I didn't want the management that I had at the bank. I didn't want someone drawing a salary off of my loans. Um, so that was kind of how, how I was, was, hey, just leave me alone and let me come here. Well, that was 2014. Edge has grown huge, um, big, especially big. the last few years. Yeah. And the ironic part is it's the support that we have here and the leadership that we have here that's really grown the company. So while I initially said, leave me alone, um, now here we are doing weekly webinars and training and helping each other here. Um, no one's taken a draw from my loans. It's just a culture that we have here um, that's grown over the last gosh, eight, nine years that I've been here of helping people and learning and training. Um, so it it was a great decision that I made a long time ago, and I, I couldn't be happier being here. Yeah, you do have some great leadership over there. I I, I know those guys. They're uh, <laughs> they're 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 good guys. Um, so all right. So when you say support, like how is, is, is the support you guys are giving and getting? Is it just like, hey, I need help with this loan? Is it just on the process? Where do you say that support really, really hits home with you guys? You know, it's it's truly a culture thing. And, you know, you laugh because, you know, some of the guys here, um, you know, if you have leaders at the top who are leading by example and taking time out of their day, we have guys at our company that are closing consistently, you know, 20, 30 loans a month. But if there's a question asked in our internal Facebook group, those guys drop what they're doing and help out. If you call those people, they pick up the phone. Um, we've got a weekly, well, not always weekly. We try to do it weekly um, series where our top producers open up the book and share what they're doing and, and how they're successful. Um, so it's it's really 
a culture thing. It's it's not that set up. It's just everyone looks around and sees everyone else helping and they do it themselves. I love that. I mean, it's just like the accessibility of everything and the accessibility of what you guys have with each other that creates a good culture. I absolutely love that. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's funny. I've been in this long enough. When I was a broker in, you know, 09 through 12 and, and even after that, I'd say before Brawl started, it's like we were all our own little cowboys here and nobody ventured over to the to the next cowboy camp over because we're all competing for the same business. You know, Brawl started, we finally had this group where we're all united for, for a single goal. Um, and the industry as a whole, what AIM has created, what we have in Brokers Are Better, it's similar to what we have at Edge where, you know, there's just people who realize that there's an abundance of business that we're all better by helping one another. And yeah, I might answer two questions today, but tomorrow I might need three answers myself. Um, so it, it all comes back to you. How many employees does Edge have right now? Would you guess a rough, rough amount? I, I believe we're over 400 now. Wow. And so with, with that being said, what what type of clients do you primarily work with? Is it just VA? Is it FHA? What do you guys focus on? Or do you just take anything you can get your hands on? So as a company, uh, again, because we're kind of a la carte with how you want to run your business. Uh, you know, we've got guys who solely do VA loans. Um, you know, I myself, for a number of years, I focused on reverse mortgages. Um, now I kind of do everything. I've got a real passion for VA loans. Um, I like helping our veterans. I'm really involved with the folks over at Fed and VA, have been for a couple of years now. Um, my bread and butter, just because of my age and my social group, I get a lot of first-time home buyers. Uh, so for me, I wouldn't say, gosh, I'm, I, I will take anything that comes at me, but yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yes. Well, you know, the leased land manufactured home that's been moved twice, I might kick that one down the road. Right, exactly, exactly. So you 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 are involved with Vetted VA, correct? Yes, absolutely. And tell me what that organization has done for you. So Vetted VA, first and foremost, has educated me not only on, on VA loans specifically, you know, I, I thought I knew a lot when I started over there, They've got a lot of training and testing that you do that will absolutely humble you. And anyone who knows our guidelines of any mortgage product knows that you can't possibly know everything. And as soon as you think you do, it changes. So really how Vetted VA helped me as a loan officer was getting better at searching guidelines and finding answers to questions, which leads to the bigger goal um, and the bigger value for me, which is, is helping people. Um, and that's what we do every single day in the Facebook group and outside with our outreach is helping veterans and helping other loan officers understand the VA loan and that training and testing and education that they make us go through makes us better at finding the answers. So we're not saying, hey, I think this is the answer. We're going out there and saying, you know, page 482, line three is the answer. This is a fact. This isn't my opinion. This isn't, I think this is the facts. Perfect. You know, and, and, you know, I, as the more and more I do these and I've always known this, but I just love hearing it because it just reaffirms everything is the people that are focused on money never succeed in this job. And you hit it three or four times in, in your last, you know, little bit that you spoke about is just helping people, helping families. You know what I mean? When, when you can put, when you can do that, that's why, that's why people that are on here like you are so successful. 
It, yeah, it's you know goes back all the, like way dating myself, but that that Zig Ziglar, you can get anything you want out of life if you help enough other people get what they want out of life. Um, and it's true, um, you're going to be happy and success will come to you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, with that being said, and and you with Edge and you know pretty pretty big there, what lenders are you mainly using right now? Would you say? I mean. We don't have to tell anyone that United Wholesale Mortgage is is the king of wholesale. Um, they they get a lot of my business. They make me look good. Uh, but we've got a lot of awesome partners. Recently, we've signed up with Windsor, who's been a great partner for us. I've I've really been pleased with them. Um, Caliber still gets a good amount of my business as well um, that that we can't do um, with other lenders. And I, I'm not afraid to look at a rate sheet. I'd say Home Point is my number two. Um, and you know, looking at rate sheets and pulling up loan sifter and seeing who's priced best, there's a few that um, I've had experiences with that are on my blacklist over the years. <laughs> we all have. Yeah, uh, but you know, if we're not trying to slam home a purchase in 15 days, you pull up loan sifter, you find who's in your your not blacklisted lenders, and you know, it might be Caliber today. It's Home Point a lot of the time. Windsor's really up there. Um, we've got a Marisave has come in recently. Uh, so it, it's great being in wholesale that there's consistently new lenders coming up with new products and sharpening the pricing to help us help our customers. Yeah, no, I love that. And that's kind of what I was getting at here is as big as you guys are, it would be really simple just to say, hey, these are our two lenders and this is what it is. But you guys are not, you guys are willing to go outside the box, you know what I mean? And, and have different lenders and make sure you guys are offering clients the best that you possibly can. Absolutely. I think that's imperative as a broker. Um, again, you can't deny that UWM is great at, at what they do and they make us look good. Uh, but as, as a broker, you got to be digging through and, and you know keeping everybody honest with, with their rates and with their products too. That's, that's how we thrive in, in our channel is the fact that we have lenders competing for our business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to like your tech stack per se, what, uh, how does your tech stack work and what vendors are you currently using? Yeah, so I actually just recently made made a change. I've been doing my uh, loan applications through Pre-Approve Me app. Uh, before that, I was using Flowify for that that upfront point of sale, which I love Flowify, great smooth application. Uh, but I've had Pre-Approve Me on the back end for my pre-approved buyers for a number of years now. Um, they came out with a new Smart 1003 that was more user friendly. And what I love about it now is that my clients have the Edge Home Finance mobile app that they download to do their loan application. Then it's asking them for conditions. And then once they're out there shopping, they pull it up. They've got a calculator that shows them real rates that they qualify for, tells them if they're qualified, lets them put, print their own pre-approval and their agents get their pre-approval. It's out there for milestone updates. So now instead of having multiple logins for my clients, they log in to do their loan app, and that's the Edge app through their whole process. So I really like, uh, really happy they updated that 1003. So I got them all in the same system um, for the clients. I like that you have your own app. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So gosh, here I am uh, just pushing pre-approve me. I, I've, I'm not getting paid for this, but yeah, pre-approve me is great. They let you customize it so you can have people download it so they can go to the app store and they're downloading Edge Home Finance. It's pre-approved me as the app, but they let you brand it however you want. Okay. Um, so it it looks like it's the Edge app, but it's it's powered by pre-approved me. Interesting, interesting. All right, so what else are you? So you you get the app in. What else are you using? 
Yes, we've got uh, lending pad is is what we're using on the back end. Um, I don't know. We we had point for years, and we all could complain yeah. about point. Hold yeah, on, I, I just, just I just threw I just threw up in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, and it's funny people still use it. I I don't know what it is. They just can't get away from it, and it blows my mind. And and change is difficult. I used point for 12, 13 years. It, it, you know, it, yeah, it was a rusty old bike, but I knew how to ride that rusty old bike and, and it worked. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to sit around over a beer and complain about it, but it, it worked for me for a long time. Lending pad is great. It's got a lot of different things that, that are better. Um, and some things that I'm still trying to figure out with, but overall lending pads, great. Um, the arrive kids are all screaming at their, uh, their, cars right now saying why aren't you on arrive but uh, I, it's nice just being a lowly employee here at edge when those conversations come up i can just throw up my hands and hey, it's about my pay grade not my decision not not yeah. my call exactly um other tech i've got I'm, I'm a big fan of lead pops they've been running my site for years i use um i don't use them for my advertising i run my own ads but i create custom funnels which they make incredibly easy to create custom funnels for ad campaigns uh, big fan of them um, i love homebot all my clients go into homebot any ad campaign i run they're going into homebot as buyers uh, so i'm a big fan of their system as well um yeah i think that's majority of what i'm running here yeah, a lot of those are uh, brokers or better network uh, partners right there. So I absolutely love that. So, you know, and I say that to everyone, like, look at, so when I when I talk about our vending network, which is also called the brokers or better network, you know, I, I sit there and say, listen, we have 30 some partners right now, and we're going to get that to 50 here very shortly. You know, it's just like, you don't have to use every single one of these, but some of the most successful people are using five, six, 10, 12 of these. So you might want to look at it. Absolutely. And, you know, going back to what we talked about earlier, helping people and, and the community we created, you know, you'd stick your head in the sand in the early tens. Is that what we call it? Tens? I, I, I don't know. Is that what we call it? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds weird. Whatever. <laughs> a, a decade ago, we'd all struggle. And, you know, some guy would wander in your door and tell you that he's got the next best thing. And you might waste a few months trying to figure it out only to find it doesn't work. Uh, brokers are better came around and now we've got preferred vendors and you can go out there and, and see, Hey, if these guys are using it, I can go on MMI, another vendor, I believe yep. that we use. I can see the guy's production. He's telling me it helped him get business. I want that. You know, obviously it works. Yeah. Perfect. Well, let's switch gears here a little bit because, you know, especially with what's going on in our market right now, we let's just be honest here. Most of us, have more time, right? And this is a good time for reflection. It's a good time to kind of sit back, don't take the low hanging fruit and kind of do what we do best, which is we're the experts here. And with being the experts, we, I, I personally think where we separate ourselves from the banks without talking about rates, without talking about money and all that stuff is really our expertise in educating our clients and our communities. So with that being said, you know, I know you're big on this. Um, you know, our, our good buddy Mike Cox. Uh, you know, he's he's a he's big with you, and Mike's Mike's setting up all of our education stuff. And with that being said, your name came up right away when we started talking about this. And just to let everyone know, Andy's going to head up our ethics committee, right? Yeah, I didn't know we were breaking the big news on on the podcast here. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's big news. So, Julian, I guess if we have to delete that, delete that. But <laughs> you know what I mean. But here, okay, let's let's just take it back here. Let's just talking about. 
No, I don't know if it is or not. I don't. Sometimes, sometimes I get here and they say, "No, you're not supposed to say that." Yeah, I'm like, "Shit, I didn't know that." You know what I mean? So we'll just, Julian, just delete that crap. Okay. So no, with that being, no, I think that's good. I was giving you shit, man. You're fine. <laughs> so with that being said, how do you educate educate your clients on financial literacy? Um, you know, that's overall how how I look at my job. Um, kind of forever since I've ever been in this. It, well, I shouldn't say that. Let me back up here. And maybe we need to edit some of this out, Julian, as I'm rambling. So <laughs> Julian's got a busy day if, if, if oh, people, people hear this. All right. Uh, so honestly, that, that's just how I look at my job and how I've kind of always looked at my job is my job is to educate people. And ultimately, it's their decision and, and their money. And it's part of why one of the reasons why I didn't like the bank. You know, we'd sit around in the morning and they'd tell us what to go sell. Uh, I was top 10 in the state for mortgages and I got called into a district manager's office for not cross-selling enough checking accounts. And that type of stuff, they're, they're telling you what to sell instead of figuring out what the client's needs are. And that's really, again, how we can differentiate ourselves instead of pushing something because it benefits us or because a district manager, branch manager, regional manager, whoever told you to sell it, you're doing what that client needs. Um, for me, a lot of that started going back to when I became a broker, my, my dad was focused on reverse mortgages. So because I was partnered up with him, that meant I was focused on reverse mortgages. That product consistently takes more time to convert a lead into a loan. It's not always a necessity. It's someone planning their retirement and, and seeing, you know, if a reverse is right for them to access the equity in their home. Um, side note, it almost always is, uh, but there's a lot of education that goes involved with that to dispel myths and get over misconceptions and make sure that they understand it before you get to that point where you convert that lead. Uh, but ultimately, it's that client that's making that choice. And, you know, going to where I'm at now, and I still do a good amount of reverses, more of my business is conventional and VA, but where I'm at, I'm still an educator. A lot of my conventional and FHA are first-time home buyers. Those people need to be educated. And how you win those people over, I consider them gold because that's not just a closing today. That's a client for life. They go through the process with you. And if you're the one that takes some time to get on a video or in person, which we rarely do anymore, so on video, going through a loan estimate, explaining how that works, showing them where they're getting charged and why they're getting charged, you know, explaining all of the process to them. It might take an extra 30 minutes up front, but now that client understands what they're doing, what they're paying, why they're paying for it. I can't tell you how many times we see customers like, I don't know why I paid like $10,000 in closing costs to my broker. Whoa, you didn't pay me 10 grand. You know, that's title, that's transfer taxes. My clients know what they're paying and why. And the next time they go to buy, I don't have to have that conversation again. And they're not out there shopping. They've got a guy. I'm their guy. They're coming to me. Um, so again, it's not just a transaction at that point. You've educated them. They know what they're doing. And they come back to you when they're ready to move up to their next house and, and whatever life brings. And now you've got a client for life. That, that's, that's some great generalities right there. And, and it's really what we do. And I really think that's our bread and butter. But how do you personalize that? I mean, like, how deep do you dive in with these clients about educating them about financial literacy? 
You know, the, the most basic thing is is looking at a 1003. You, you can see what their income is. You can see what their debts are. You can have a conversation about what their goals are and where they want to be. And that'll help you with products too. So, you know, someone who says, hey, I'm, I'm, we're buying this house in this area because my wife is finishing medical school and then we're going to either move or we're going to upgrade. Well, maybe you shouldn't be buying points to get this rate down. I know your buddy just had got a rate in the threes. That's not where the market is right now. And paying a point to buy down this rate when you're going to, you're sitting here telling me that when your wife gets out of medical school, you're going to upgrade. How many years does she have left? Two? You're not going to be in this house long enough to recoup the cost of buying those points. Um, so asking those questions, learning what their goals are, you know, are you planning on having a family? Yes, you are. Okay, this two bedroom in the city isn't going to last. That's that's cute that you guys got the condo and you can walk to the bar. Uh, but trust me, when the baby's crying at 2 a.m. because bars closed and people are outside yakking, you're going to be asking me about how I like the suburb I'm living in. So learning about them personally, learning about their financial goals, their life goals can help you figure out what is going to be the best for them. Present them with your thoughts and then let them make those decisions. Love it. Absolutely love it. So when, when you do these types of things, obviously you've, you've done probably a thousands of these, or you know, probably more than 5,000 of these conversations before. Is there one experience that kind of sticks out to you that's like, wow, that's the most fulfilling experience I've ever had doing this? Oh boy, that's a good one. Um, you know, there's a, there's a couple that stick out. I, I like, I'd say the two ends of the spectrum um, are going to be the younger first-time home buyers. Um, I've got a couple veterans that I've that I've helped that specifically stick out to me. Um, people with rough upbringings whose families didn't own homes, they never thought they could, um, fought for our country and, and did their time in the military, came out, um, got, unfortunately the one I'm thinking of, got some bad advice and actually lost out on a home because they couldn't qualify for it, even though a lender that we all see advertisements for told them that they could, um, got to me. <laughs> We're all laughing. We know. Who. <laughs> we, we know who it is. I'm not even going to say it anymore. So, you know, they got to me, we educated them. And honestly, it's one of the best things that happened. It was one of those scenarios. Like, I don't know why we're paying 10 grand. They just told us we're paying 10 grand. Well, you're paying five grand in points that you didn't need to, but most importantly, you didn't get that house because you don't qualify. That would have been a disaster for your family. Um, so that was one where we redirected them to the right home for them. Uh, it was before values went up. So they got a lot of appreciation in the value of their home. And uh, just a few months ago, we helped them upgrade to another home. Um, so here we helped this family coming out of the military, kind of had a bad taste in their mouth about how this whole business is and, and unfortunately thought it was just a bunch of crooks and thieves trying to take their money. Now they're educated, they understand how it all works. They're upgrading, they just had their kid, they're getting a bigger house, they've gained some wealth because of using that VA loan to, to leverage um, their finances. See, that's perfect. I mean, and and I don't know how to do this. I mean, I, I know we do it within our community, but it's just more or less like, I love these stories and I want to get these stories out more, you know what I mean? Because I never hear these from the banking side of things and not to, not to bash them too much. I just know that how much better we are than them. You know what I mean? But like, I love hearing those stories because that you just set that family up for life with your education. Exactly. Yeah. And they, 
I mean, they took the equity from the first home, dumped it into the second, so the payment didn't even go up that much. And now they went from you know having a smaller house to a bigger house in a better school district. Uh, so you using that zero down loan leveraged them into having a home with equity with a lower payment in the right spot. Um, like you said, it's it's life changing and and it's it, it's humbling to be a part of and to get those hugs at the closing table that you change someone's life. Yeah, that's uh, honestly that's why we do it. And unfortunately, with COVID, we you know still don't get to go to closings as much. But at the same time, you know I I always make sure that I'm in direct contact with my clients, make sure they're happy, and just hearing it over the phone does it for me. Absolutely, and uh, you know I I mentioned kind of both ends of the spectrum. Oh yeah, that was the other end. The other end. The other end. So we've got, you know, young couple, those are great. Um, I'd say that's more of my business these days. I still do a lot of reverses and the reverse stories are some of the most feel good ones that you can have out there. Cause it's kind of similar, but, but at the end, end of your home buying cycle, or in, in most cases, home ownership cycle, where they're sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity and literally can't pay their bills. Um, so houses that are paid off that they don't have a payment, but taxes are difficult. Groceries are difficult. Um, you know, one in particular that I remember, she was borrowing money from the kid to buy groceries every week. And going into how reverses can sometimes be tricky, that was one where I went to the house and sat in the living room and had all four kids and their spouses there grilling me, thinking, you know, this guy's trying to steal grandma's house, which number one misconception that you're giving your house to the bank with those so you know you're going through all those objections and, and talking to the whole family and you know it comes comes around well you know mom doesn't really need to do this and and you know we really shouldn't just be giving all this equity away it's like okay well you do a cash out refinance and, and the payment's going to be 1500 a month so looking around the room which of you four are going to pay for that and everyone's kind of like a deer in headlights like well i we don't have the money in our budget. You know, Junior's got hockey and you got softball and we don't have 500 a month to chip in. Okay, well, let's use the reverse. Let's get your mom the money she needs so she doesn't have to keep asking for money from other people to literally buy groceries. Wow, that's great. I mean, that's that's also got to be a little bit intimidating with the whole family sitting in the living room. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun though. I get a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah, because you know what you're talking about. You know, whenever you know something, it's it's easy to talk about regardless of who you're speaking about it with. Absolutely. And you know, if one of those kids said, you know, we don't want the reverse and, and the rate's cheaper on a cash out refi, I'll foot the bill for mom. Okay, great. I'm done. We'll see you later. You, we got it figured out and I'll help them with the cash out refi then. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So Andy, you've, you've been giving us a lot of your time right now. I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, with that being said, you know, with the current state of the market, you know, there's all these different theories out there, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. I can give two craps about what's going to happen because none of us have a crystal ball, but what's one piece of advice that you could give to the entire community about what's going on right now and how they can set their self, self up for success? You know, just stay the course. You mentioned that we sometimes have more time on our hands. Educate yourself, become an expert, become every everyone in your sphere's guy. Uh, we all like to say I've got a guy or gal. Um, you know, we've got a person to help me with it. And the more that you can solidify yourself as an expert, first of all, it's going to make you a better, more knowledgeable human being, whether it's finances or home repairs. 
but your clients are going to look to you for answers and they may not be refinancing. They may not be buying houses. Um, you know, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen, but if you're the guy that they call to say, Hey, I need a painter in this area. Don't you know someone or whatever it is, become their person that they go to because everybody feels good um, knowing someone that can help them out. If you're that person, it may not be a deal for five or 10 years, but if you stay in contact with them and you're their expert in all sorts of fields, you'll continue to be. And when it is time, they're going to come back to you for that mortgage. Love it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, obviously don't have a lot of free time, but with the, with the little, with the little pockets I can find, I'm, I'm versing myself on something new that I maybe turned down three or four times, you know, in the last two years. Uh, trying to educate myself on certain things, revamping within reason my business, my social media, everything else. I mean, this is a time to set yourself up for success is the way I'm looking at it. Every time we're here with adversity, I think it's an opportunity to succeed somewhere else. 100%. And you can back up and, and take a look at, you know, your subscriptions that you're paying for. You know, what gives you value? What have you not logged into for three months? Okay, maybe cut that one out. Uh, but not always cut things out. You know, even when we're down, look at what else is out there that that can make me better. What should I be paying for? You know, you mentioned social media. Do I need someone to help me with that? Or do I need to post more myself? Um, don't just cut back. Invest in the right things for your business. Absolutely love it. Anything else you want to add in here before before I before I cut you loose? Uh, just uh, it's it's really been an honor to be be on here. Like I said, so many great names have come before me. Uh, you guys do a great job. I'm glad to be a part of the community here um, ever since Brawl started. It's taught me so much. Um, anybody who hasn't signed up yet, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast if you don't have an account with AIM, uh, but be involved, come to events, meet some people. It'll make you better. And uh, just the more you give, the more you're going to gain. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's important that we all come together with this stuff, you know, even with paid membership, because we got a lot of great things going on. You know, let's, let's just be honest here. That costs money. You know, advocacy, it's a big thing. You know, we back in 08, 09, we didn't have any advocacy as a mortgage broker, you know, and we had no voice. We have a voice right now. And, you know, and thank you for those kind words. And, and if everyone listening as well can spread the word, set up your, your AMP account, you know, let's, let's get you the best membership that fits you. You know, you're not going to regret it. And that's, I mean, that's so amazing what, what they're offering at AIM. It's all a cart. You know, it's why I like Edge as, as a company. We're not saying, hey, you've got to buy into all this and we're taking it out of your paycheck. AIM's the same way. If a free account is where you need to be at, great. We just want you registered. We want you involved. If you want to be VIP and get the perks that come with that, great. And there's what, three, three or four levels in between that, that yep. you can choose what's right for you and, and your business. It's not just, here's the fee, pay up. I, I love it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Andy, Hey, thank you for everything you did for us today. Uh, kind of, you know, cooling us in on your, your background, what's going on with you right now, the future of our industry. And I just want to, I just want to say thank you. And I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Pleasure to be on here. Thank you for having me. No problem. So brokers, if you want to get caught up in all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all the broker to broker podcast episodes on iTunes Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you can download podcasts. Do me a favor, subscribe to it, rate our podcast, and leave a review. It helps us get the podcast out there and spread the word that brokers are better. And Andy, as being one of the, the founding members of all this and being involved, you are definitely one of the best brokers out there. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Same back at you.
Oh, thanks. Everyone have a great day. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you'll have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait. Sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.